send for the women. The women who will pray. The women who have talents, gifts, and resources. To do serious damage to demonic agendas. Send for the women. The women who will mourn. The women who haven't allowed bitterness and hate to turn them into mere mannequins. The women who aren't so downtrodden that they've forgotten how to feel. Send for the women who still have the ability to feel and cry. So they might wail against what the devil is doing. Send for the women who will weep and wail. The women who will mourn in sackcloth and ashes. Send for the women. The women who will wake up, everyone around them, calling out, the devil is destroying us. Death is on its way. Send for the women who will be God's warning shout to his people. His alarm system. His tornado signal. His air raid siren. The women who God will use to warn his people of the impending consequences of sin. Send for the women who have a God-given destiny to destroy the power of Satan over God's people by waking them up and calling them to a morning of repentance. Women who would teach their daughters to weep against sin and the assault of the devil. Send for the women. Women who have a destiny to open their mouth and cry against the evil that the devil has put upon God's people. Women who have ideas to be voiced, energy to be released, abilities to be exercised, power to be loosed, spiritual gifts to be expressed, prayers to be prayed. Send for the women who look toward the future. To what they can be, what they can do, what they can say, what they can pray, what they can possess that will bring glory to God. Defeat the devil and see a nation saved. Send for the women.
Welcome, beloved listeners, to Graceful Warrior, the podcast where faith meets fortitude. Hey, I'm your host, Monica, and I'm here to walk this journey of life with you, one step at a time. Join me as we explore the art of gracefully navigating the challenges of the world while staying true to our beliefs and embracing the warrior within. Are you ready to rise higher and embrace the light? If so, grab your sword and let's dive in. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Graceful Warrior. So how's everybody doing? I have been spending my past two days canning. Yes, canning. The, the infamous summertime canning. And and this is actually my first year. So I have like grown tomatoes. I have done onions. I have done a different array of peppers. And I'm not so much like the hot peppers. I'm not, you know, I have friends that they want to do like the ghost peppers, the habanero peppers, you know, such things like that. But I'm more of the like the poblanos and the bell peppers and bananas, anaheims, you know, those type of things. So I have an array of bell pepper peppers. And for me, it's just been... It's my first year canning, so for me, it's an all-new experience. So right now, it's just like the whole world is opening up to a bunch of ideas. And uh, so I just went to my store and grabbed some ears of corn. I'm getting ready to can those, but I was like, you know, I need to get this podcast out to you guys. So I'm here. But you ask, you know, well, what did you can? Well, I've got right now about four jars of just diced tomatoes that we use. We use diced tomatoes a lot at home. And then I made uh, two jars of mild salsa and two jars of medium salsa. And then I'm getting ready to do the corn. And then I'm going to be, I did a couple jars of uh, pickled jalapenos. And Anaheim's mixed with garlic in it. And then uh, what am I getting ready to do? Oh, I'm getting ready to do a hot um, mix. And I love like carrots and my jalapenos and cauliflower mix. I love the hot mix thing. So I'm getting ready to do that next and make a couple jars of that. But that's what I've done. So ladies out there that are canning, um, send me your ideas. Go on the notes and send me the ideas. Or better yet, um, on my page, on my home page, on the right-hand side, there is a voicemail tab. And you can record a message and send it to me. And I'll listen to your message and reply to you. So if you have a recipe or you want me to follow you or, you know, you want to give a comment about the, the podcast, that's where you go do it. And you never know. It may be such a blessing to the show that we could go ahead and share your voicemail um, with everybody on the show. And um, But it's just another way to communicate with you guys. I will reply back. I'll send a voicemail back to you guys. So have at that and let me know what you think. All right. So for today's study, I wanted to talk about God's will. And, you know, we we struggle so much with how do we know if we're in God's will or if we're, like, just following our own path, 
you know, how do we know? It, it is hard to recognize when we are either in God's will or our own will. And so as I began to do this study, the Lord was really just impacting me with finding out what his his will is and the universal will and then how to find out his will according to the decisions that we make in life when we ask what is god's will what do we actually mean and what i'm i think that what we ask is what am i supposed to be doing or where should i go is this the decision that i'm supposed to make or not but see his will and desires are like far more bigger and complex than the mere question itself. We actually make it into something that it's actually really not, if that makes sense. We turn it into, we turn a, what is it? A molehill into a mountain. That's what it is. Simply stated, God's will is his plan and design for all of creation, right? And God's will begins with his intention based on his nature, which is what? His goodness, his love, his mercy, his hope, his abundant, extravagant love that all should come to the knowledge of him. That's his like universal will. And there is power and authority to ensure that his desires and instructions are carried out. It's all of our paths. When we come into God's kingdom and we accept his sacrifice of his son, then guess what? His will is using you to go proclaim the gospel. Your testimony, like in the courts of heaven, you give testimony to what God has done in your life. And it's coming into that and going, okay, I'm going to take on your will and lay my will down, even though it wants to go here, go do this, or I don't want to do that, or I don't want, you know, the that battle of the flesh. We lay it down. We're going to go, I want to follow what you would have me to do. But following the Lord, may not be what you actually think it is. And when you're going to be like, wait a minute, what are you saying, Monica? Well, let's go over some things. This is what the Lord imparted to me. This is what he really shared with me. And I was like, wow, this totally makes sense. So here we go. Let's go over five things that the Lord showed me. And number one is we have to really stop doing things for God. We have to live with him. See, God doesn't need our, our help in anything. We weren't there when he created the earth and the, the intricate details that he did throughout the entire earth. And, and we weren't there when he decided to create us in our mother's womb. And to, he, we weren't there when he, he laid our paths out for us and ordered our steps before our steps could even be taken. And you know what I'm referring to, the infamous verse. See, attempting to carry out God's will 
will actually separate from our intimate relationship with him. And it will lead to dead religion and legalism because it's all about what religion calls you to do instead of what the Lord calls you to do. We do things just like the Pharisees. We do things out of, oh, well, it says this. And yes, you know, that's obedience. But what I'm saying is that when we start doing things out of religion for God and not out of that obedience to the Lord and saying, hey, his ultimate will is sharing the gospel to everybody that would hear it and, sh and shining the light, being the salt of the earth to everybody. It's exactly like the Pharisees. Remember in Matthew chapter 7, and it's verse 21 through 23, and Matthew talks about how many will say, Lord, Lord, did we not, you know, cast out demons? Did we not do this, this, and this? And then the Lord comes back and he says, hey, I never knew you. Get away from me. See, that is the key right there. We can do all these things for God. And remember, in it, we end up turning to religion and legalism. But it's the fact of not having that personal relationship with him. And that's why he says, I never knew you. See, that verse used to scare me for a long time. Even before I became a Christian, I knew of the verse because my parents were Christians and they used to tell me that scripture. And I was like, well, what's the point of being a Christian then if he's going to say I never knew you? And so it took me sitting down to do this study about God's will because it in, this impacted me big time because I'm, I was always worried about, am I in God's will? Am I, am I doing this podcast for me or am I doing it because I want to do it for God instead of, hey, I want to be one with the Lord and I want to do this with God as my co-host. As I dug into this, it was like, ding, light bulb came on and I was like, wow. To even explain a verse to me as I studied this whole show. And to bring light to Matthew 7, after all these years from a kid on, you're just like, wow, Lord. But anyway, see, the Lord will reject us for a lack of relationship with him. If you don't spend time with the Lord, you know, those moments that you can get up and say, hey, before I go to work, I'm going to get up 10 minutes early or 15 minutes, whatever you decide. Is a hard yes. Our flesh, it wants to fight it. But our spirit is willing. Our spirit wants that ultimate time with the Lord. And as hard as it is to get up in the morning and spend the time with the Lord, or or if you don't have that time, you, you know, there's other ways. You drive home from work. Turn the radio off. Spend it with the Lord, talking to him about your day. See, his ultimate goal and plan is the reconciliation of all things to the Father. The Lord says that that he wishes that everyone would would come to the knowledge of him so here's a question why do we think we could do his will apart from living reconciled in that personal relationship with him and listening to his voice we can't right let me show you some if here's what even jesus said and if you have your bibles go to uh, john 
and it's chapter 5, and we're going to read verse 30. John chapter 5, uh, verse 30, and it says here, Jesus is talking, and he says, um, by myself, I can do nothing. I judge only as I hear, and my judgment is just. For I seek not to please myself, but him who sent me. Wow, there's the answer right there. Jesus gave the example, but see, he, he didn't even act on his own. He acted under God's will. Perfect answer, right? Well, number two is I found out that we have to submit our will to him. Just like we read in John 5.30. Jesus declares that he didn't live according to his own will, but he submitted to the Father. And then, if you even go further, and if you go to uh, Romans 12, and you go over to uh, verse 1 and 2, and it's talk about a living sacrifice, and it says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Verse 2, he goes on to say, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So we cannot conform to anything that the world is doing. If it is against God, we cannot do it. We cannot obey that. We can. We we have to be tra transformed. We have to renew our minds in Christ. We have to know the word of God. And once we renew our minds and our hearts in the Lord, then and only then will, will we be able to, when decisions come our way and we think that we should go to the left and not the right, we can, we can test it and then approve what God's will is because we will be in the word of God and we will know, hey, this is the way we should go to the right, not the left, because this, 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 and this agrees with the word of God in the decision that I'm making. Does that make sense? It's aligning it up with the word of God, not sitting there waiting. Well, I'm waiting for an answer. Go search out the scripture. Renew your mind. Get in the word of God and say, Lord, I know that I want to go this way, but I want to be obedient to your will. So renew your mind in the Lord and get a fresh perspective by getting in the word of God. I hope I know that can go so deep, but I just wanted to stay at least right at the basics with it. All right. And number three, does the decision go contrary to God's revealed universal will? What is that universal will? That all would come to the knowledge of the Lord, right? If it goes against God's will, that main one, then I would encourage you warriors to run, run far from that direction. You may be the only one running. Everybody else may be standing there and laughing at you or rolling their eyes or mocking you. And it could be family and it could be friends. I know I've been there. But you know what? Great is the reward when there is obedience to God, no matter what the world has to offer, no matter what your family says, no matter what your friends say. Being in obedience and listening to him and following his will. Because when it comes down to it, 
you won't have to answer by being obedient to the Lord and, and bowing down to the peer pressure of going with your family or your friends. Then you will answer for that. With that decision, at the same time, we know that the kinds of things that God is pleased with, and we know the kinds of things that, yes, ultimately please him, like the fruit of the spirit, the generosity, the forgiveness, the humility, the humbleness, not to be just going out there and be a, a doormat for everybody to walk across. No, that's not what we're, that's not who we are. But we simply need to listen to his voice for the details of our specific situation or direction. And then even then, sometimes we have to get the doors slammed in our face and not take it as a blow, but possibly a rerouting us by the Lord. And see, taking that door slam and moving on where he directs is a good thing because he's He's leading us where we should and should not be. And if it's still through that slam door that God wants you to go through, then take heart. God says what he opens, no man can shut. And what he closes, no man can open. So have faith, warrior, as you're dealing with that where doors are closing. And let him lead and be patient. Always staying on your knees before the Lord. That is the greatest strength of a warrior is to be on our knees. And number four, seek counsel from other faithful warriors. Find like-minded warriors who can encourage and pray with you. You know, Proverbs 27, 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. You know, I have a really great friend that I can lean on. And it's amazing how the Lord brought us together we have like the same background literally the same background of what the things the kind of things that we went through as kids the only difference between her and I is that I went in the military and she didn't our birthdays are the same month we both served the Lord we both went through the same things in our past we're both going through the same things in our Christian walk and it seems to be one will go through it and the other is there to lift up, like Proverbs 27, 17, to lift up and encourage and pray. And then as soon as that one goes through it, then the other one's going through something different. And the other one can lift up and praise, you know, and praise the Lord with them and, and pray together. And it's just amazing to have like-minded warriors who can encourage you, who can lift you up. Find people that you can lean on and pray not to dump all of your woes and problems in their lap. No, that's not what I'm saying. That's just straight up vomit in somebody's lap. But to say, hey, I need prayer. I'm going through this. Will you stand with me and let them pray with you? Other disciples and other warriors and, and faith walkers will see things about us that we don't our gifts and, and our spiritual impacts in ways that we can't see. Since they, since they also want the best for us, these believers and faith walkers and warriors, whatever you want to call them, can give, give us further wisdom about our life's decision, especially if they've gone through it. They can go ahead and guide us and say, you know, man, don't go this way. I did this. And man, it, it, it was, it's the road that leads to destruction. Or, you know what? 
do this. It honors God. And you never know, somebody may come up, come with a word from the Lord for you in the way that you should go. Maybe the Lord wants to speak. So don't, don't walk in, in solitude or, you know, and, and just be by yourself. Solitude, if that's, yeah, don't walk in solitude. I was trying to think, do I have the right word? <laughs> you know, surround yourself with other believers, other saints. They can give further wisdom about life's decisions, but always test it with the Lord. Make sure it lines up with the word of God and in turn, hold one another accountable and discipling each other. You know, if, if someone is encouraging you to go somewhere and you're, you're leery about it, that person can hold you accountable to the decision and pray with you and ask for guidance of, of the Lord to help you to open your eyes and see that that is the way that you should go. That that the Lord had put on that person's heart, you know, that you would be able to see. So I just encourage you, find believers that you trust, that you can share, that you can pray together, not vomit in their lap with your problems, but share with each other. And ultimately, number five really got me, but it's like, I don't know, let me just, okay, don't worry about making a mistake. God remembers that we are but dust. Psalms 103.14 says, the fear of making a mistake. Well, it, well, okay, let me say it like this. Let's go to Psalms 103 real quick before I give you my thoughts. <laughs> All right, Psalms 103 verse uh, 14. It says, for he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. And so when I read that, I was like, wow. When we think of dust and we we walk on it all the time and we deal with it when in dust storms and all of that, people that are allergic to dust, it's small. It's, it's very unnoticeable. God remembers that we are very small, but he notices us. That's the difference. And so fear of making mistake will keep us from stepping out in faith when God speaks. And that really got me because even for me, I was so much of, of going, Lord, I want to please you and I want to do your will. And I would, I would stay right there. I would stand still and wait for God's answer. And sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's not so good. Sometimes God wants us to step out in faith. And other times God wants us to stand still and see the salvation of our Lord. So it's discerning which one it, it, it is. And it's by getting in the word of God and praying about it and saying, you know, Lord, do I need to go to, I don't know, this candy store or that candy store, whatever it is you're praying about. But when we do mess it up, take heart. The Lord corrects those who he loves. When we correct our children, those that are raising our, our children um, according to the scriptures, you know, the word of God says, train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. We are training them up and in, in, in being polite and to to not mess around before you get married, to not do drugs, to not do crime, you know, train them up in those ways. And we love them and that's how we train them. So when they go out into society, 
hopefully that they will learn, okay, you know right from wrong. And it's the same with the Lord. He corrects us in love and he nudges us along the right path. I just wanted to encourage you guys and in closing on this podcast, I wanted to say we must live in close relationship with the Father. Submit our will and expectations to God's plan and know that he is good and he leads us to greater things. Stay rooted in the wisdom of scripture. Seek wisdom in close, trusted, spiritual friendship within the body of Christ. Don't allow fear to rob you of the faith to act. And with that, I have one more cool thing. So I've created a store and the link is on my page. And um, I have shirts. I have mugs. I even have a shirt for a small pets that they could wear for this coming fall. And tote bags for those that like to carry their Bibles, their laptops, their notebooks for college, for the kids going back to college this fall. You can get them as a gift. They're really, really cool. Um, so check out my store. And if it doesn't fit, there's a there's a return policy. You can go ahead and su- submit the paperwork on there and uh, make some great gifts uh, for Christmas this year. And there's coffee mugs, there's water bottles, t-shirts, hoodies, an array of things. So check out my store. And right now you can get 10% off by typing in early bird as one word as your discount code all right so with that remember jesus says but now this is what the lord says he who created you jacob he who formed you israel do not fear for i have redeemed you i have called you by your name you are mine isaiah 43 1 have a blessed day until next time believers stay armored up Well, as our time together comes to a close, remember, my fellow graceful warriors, that the path of faith is a journey of constant growth and transformation, as well as challenges. But stay strong, stay courageous, and let your grace shine bright as ever. If you found inspiration and guidance in today's episode, Be sure to subscribe to Graceful Warrior on your favorite podcast platform or even on my page here at Captivate and share the light with others who are seeking God's path of faith and strength in their own lives. And until next time, keep your hearts open and your spirit.